Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. USA just beat New Zealand 2-0. Gab, what are you drinking? Water. <laughs> I just I just took a vitamin, so I'm drinking water right now, and I'm going to go to the gym in a few minutes. So, uh, being healthy today. What are you drinking? Water? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, oh, it's a major tournament. It's pretty cool. I've totally forgot to take time off of work. Yeah. I have actual fun. Um, but it was uh you know what? It wasn't the most interesting game, but it was a business like way to handle your opener. It was not your traditional USA major tournament opener. How so? Well, I feel like those are a bit more of a shit storm. Or a shit show. Oh, where we're, show is what I'm looking for. Where we're all like, ah, oh, it's the end of the world. This team is never going to progress. Blah, blah, blah. Basically. <laughs> we're like, oh my god, they got all that by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Uh, I think we were a lot more worried this time last year. It's beginning of the World Cup. We were like, oh, oh how are these god. people going to score? It was horrible. It was horrible. But it's so time. much. It's so much different what a year makes. Yeah. Big roster turnover. Big tactics tur- turnover. Other players actually having some confidence. Not gonna touch that. Oh, <laughs> just I'm just I, at some point we've got to touch it, but we'll we'll touch it later. At some point we've got to touch it. Name your sex tape. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we had two goals. One early ninth minute, Carly Lloyd. It's Tobin Heath free kick, and Carly Lloyd. She's marked pretty tight, but she manages no, to rise over Tobin, her defender. Tobin- Tobin Heath just possessing it outside the box. It seemed like a free kick because they gave her so much fucking room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like a free it kick. It seemed like she had all the time in the world. It's like, oh, free kick. Yeah, basically. And I was I was half expecting Long to like take uh, Carly out on that, though. Carly pops it in. 1-0. And then... It was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet, but then the game kind of slowed down after that and i don't know how much of that was deliberate like the u.s not wanting to mega press super hard and how much of that was new zealand successfully disrupting the united states yeah it seemed like everyone was just getting super frustrated out there though yeah i like like emotions were a little bit higher than than normal i guess just everybody getting kind of settled down like all right let's we gotta we gotta open this strong let's take care of some business here yeah, uh, particularly uh, the the moment that stands out to me was was when Allie Riley and and Kelly O'Hara had a moment when they collided with each other. Yeah, well, no, it was more like uh, they were Riley was making making an actual run up the wing, and Ko was playing defense like she does. So it was defender on defender, and then Riley like went in for a slide tackle or something and put her leg up to like brace a falling kelly o'hara and i think ko took it as an act of aggression those who have played together at the college and the pro level so i think it was fine they they have to have collided in worse ways before now so oh absolutely i just uh, to me that was an indicator of like everybody's wearing their serious face yeah there's no friendship in soccer Unless you're on the same team, or yeah, unless whatever. you're engaged to each other. Wouldn't that be cool if there was, like, an international couple and they ended up playing against each other in a major tournament? Like, they were, you know? That that would be cool. That would be a cool, like, poster. Like, if there was an tournament. American married to a Canadian and 
somehow they were making it work. Huh. That would be interesting. I don't super have a lot else to say. I think Mal Pugh underperformed, but you know what? It's her very first game and her very first big tournament. So maybe she just needed a little bit of time to settle. And when she came off, it, you know, maybe she was a little rattled from injury. I don't know. Yeah, she she got her 60 minutes in. Um, Alex Morgan scored. I completely missed the goal because I was streaming the game. Um uh online and i was watching ads while twitter's blowing up about like oh there's alex morgan right after i had done like a snarky like where's morgan tweet she's right there yep she's right she, there she scored and uh, that opening another, minute you know yeah nine nine seconds goal 19 seconds it was is like, that what the the record is now it alex morgan scored in like 39 ish seconds into the second half okay yeah to make it 2-0 and I think I don't know I don't think they necessarily took their foot off the gas but I think they weren't exactly revving the engine either yeah I mean there's something to be said for you know tournament management and and kind of mentality and once you're up two goals in your opener it's not necessarily crucial to to really put that many balls in the back of the net if from a from a goals differential standpoint in group play, although France uh, Colombia is next or happening right now or something, and uh, and you know if France goes all out, that it could be a deciding factor. It it could be. We'll see because yeah, I think you're right. The big game in this group is USA France, and then once that's over and done with. Uh, if the United States wins and has six points, they should be fine until semis. Mm-hmm. I think player of the game for me was Tobin Heath. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think Tobin had a had a really solid game. I was really hoping she was going to get one of those goals toward the end there. Um, that she was on the receiving end of of a couple of pretty nice balls. She was on the receiving end. She was dominating the left side of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the same Tobin we've seen come out of Portland and worries about, oh, can Port- can Tobin maintain that Portland form? Yeah, she can. In the Olympics. Yep. Yeah. Totally. She's fine. Um, what do you, just real fast, what do you feel, how, how do you, do you think the Brazilians are going to keep up with this uh, booing of Hope Solo throughout the tournament? I mean, they're very passionate soccer fans, and the Brazilian press really ran with her Zico tweets and combined with her existing kind of like villain persona i'm not saying she is one but that's you know to non-us fans it they do tend to focus more on her in a negative way (laughs) for the rest of group i wouldn't be surprised if they did right i did think it was funny how it kind of gradually became the talking point of the match I know. Um, like, you didn't really even notice. And I think about the 30th minute, my coworkers started actually asking, like, why are they booing? And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Hope Solo. Yeah. I'm... And then and then they added Zika to it. Yeah. Even the commentators gradually were kind of like, oh, they're booing her. Oh, they're booing her specific. Oh, they're really booing her. Oh, now they're saying Zika. It just <laughs> to the point where they had to address it in the after game show. They're like, you might have heard some booing with Hope Solo, and it's because of these tweets and bad taste. Right. Yeah. So that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Um. At least at least it's nothing super derogatory. I mean, from our perspective, maybe not. I do feel like some Brazilian people were like, 
you know, it's it can be a serious problem here for people who can't afford treatment. Like, sure, Zika, it, it's treatable and stuff, and, and you'll be fine, but there are poor populations here that aren't quite as lucky, so maybe don't make fun of it like that. Oh, absolutely. And part of me isn't thinking she's even making, she was making fun of it. I, I was more uh, referring to how uh, for Copa America, a certain chant um, oh yeah became the talking point that that's what it meant by derogatory yeah um yeah hope solo sounded like she was she kind of took it on the chin in the interviews after the game she's like it's brazil they're passionate you know whatever mm-hmm. so one game in hand for the united states was there any other big game today that was wild i don't think there was <sighs> wild i mean that the fact that carly lloyd scored in the ninth minute and then alex morgan scored like immediately on the restart i don't think it's gonna get much more wild than that no it's not like somebody scored in like 19 seconds in, in yeah any game no no it's not it, and it's not like you know then then somebody gets a red card yeah, and the team has to go off and play with 10. And then there's a, a penalty kick off of a bad call, and and it gets blocked. Uh, and but... and then, you know, the team that's down to 10 really rallies and uh, scores a second goal. Uh, yeah, a captain's goal, if you will. Yeah, a captain's goal from basically midfield. Mm-hmm. Off of a huge critical keeper error, which sucks after, you know, coming up big on a save, even though the PK was kind of badly taken. Right. I I can't imagine that happening. I I don't think a game like that is possible on opening day of the Olympics. No. No, I don't think so. It would be cool if if that had happened, though, right? It would be awesome if that had happened. Um, But, you know, if something like that happened, I could totally see a coach, like, hulking out and, like, ripping his shirt open (laughs) and just, like, freaking out about this heroic thing that a team that only does heroic things during the fucking olympics yeah that's um i think we discussed it last time but canada who we have (laughs) obviously been referencing this entire time in the most unsubtle of ways uh came into this tournament with super low expectations it's the same as 2012 when they bombed out of the the world cup and they're like nothing to lose for 2012 let's just do our best team and then this time same thing they massively underperformed in 2015 they had a huge weight of expectation being the host nation and bronze medalists and then that happened and now they're just free to play yeah now they have no pressure like no pressure go have fun guys exactly they didn't look like the team down to 10 today no you would never have guessed that they had had a player sent off in what like the 20 the 19th minute something yeah, I was going to say the 20th minute. Yeah, Shalina Zadorsky got sent off, and they were down to 10, and then they, they held on through the first half. I think that really made the difference. I think if Australia had managed to equalize in that first half, then totally different story. But because Canada held on to the half, it gave them time to mentally reorganize and then come out in the second half, you know? It was, it was just, like, I can't believe that that match was against Australia. You know, yeah, like it's it's not it's not like a if you make it to the Olympics, like you're you're a good team, you're a good squad because this is a smaller pool of teams than at the World Cup, right? But I mean, opening day was was that the first game? No, it wasn't the first. It was like the second game. Opener, second game. 
the opener was Sweden versus South Africa, and that game was oh, kind of right. Uh, yeah, the, the game that was just chippy. Like, that was an opening game. Yeah. Like, it was chippy. It seemed like, you know, teams hadn't calibrated quite yet. Um, and then to, to have Canada just come out of the gates like that, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's a knockout round game. Yeah. And we got it too early on. I hope someone hasn't blown all the good stuff too early. That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, player player of the match for that one. I'm just going to beat you to it, Christine Sinclair. She picked up an assist and a goal in the game. Come on. Right. And then in the closing uh, end of the game, she kind of went to the left mid and was drifting back into a defensive mid position. So she played almost all the positions except for goalkeeper. Got an assist I mean, she- and a goal. She got 90 minutes today, right? Yeah, 90 minutes. She's looking much fitter than she has in a long time. Apparently she had, you know, lingering leg injury that was really keeping her tight, so. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that was that was a really fun and entertaining game. And not that USA, uh, New Zealand wasn't, but it, actually... Like, how cool is that? Canada played Australia and we played New Zealand, geographically based. Like, rivals. (laughs) Australia, I think they should have done better with what they had. They did apparently have some injury. Lisa Devanna didn't come on until later, and Steph Catley wasn't in the back line. So there there might have been some lingering injury concerns there. Uh, Sam Kerr is still coming back from injury. I don't think she's really ready for, you know, 90 minutes at the top level. So I think we saw that. I think she got subbed. But yeah, Canada came out hyped as hell, and it showed, and they went down to 10, and I think it just hyped them even more. Right? It's it's really amazing, the the team psychology of when, te- when up they lose a player, and they just kind of have to come together even more as, as a group. And you just see some teams, like, actually perform at the next level in those sorts of situations. So next up... United States plays France on Saturday. Canada plays Zimbabwe. Australia plays Germany. I hope they bounce back for that one. I think that could be a really good game if Australia gets their head screwed on straight. You saw Germany today, though, right? Germany played Zimbabwe. I think that game ended 2-1. I thought it ended ended 4-1. 4-1, yeah. Germany eventually took it to Zimbabwe, but Zimbabwe got one back on them, and they played super hard, like maybe a little too hard. Right, well, Germany, like... Some of the shots Germany was taking in that first half, I I was just like, this is going to be double digits if they can just calibrate. Germany, I don't have second half stats because I had to switch to U.S., but first half uh, they had 20 shots and then seven shots on goal, and they got two goals out of that. Yeah. I was just like flinching every time they took a shot. I was just like, oh God, this is going to, this is going to get ugly fast. It wasn't as ugly as I thought it would be, and I, no. I think it's cool that Zimbabwe got one back. I just hope that Zimbabwe also calibrates and doesn't stick with this, you know, we're outclassed, so we're going to go super hard into people's ankles Yeah, kind of business. there was a lot of uh, cleats up action. Yeah. Please don't hurt Christine Sinclair, Zimbabwe. Uh, she's she's smart smart enough that um, I think she's going to get out of the way for most of those. Yeah, I'll just knock on a lot of wood. Yeah, uh, I'll just roll around on my floor. (laughs) All right, so to close it out, we've got viewer questions. Okay. All right. 
Jacob Cristobal asks, what happens if the United States doesn't win gold or medal at all? Why would he put that out into the world? Yeah, I don't think that's going to... I think the United States is at least going to medal, if not outright win gold. I mean, tournament's crazy. It's sports where things happen, but... Sh- 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 yeah, just... there's... I don't, I don't picture a scenario where um, the USA implodes. Uh, he also asks, what member of the national team could you see participating in another sport and medal in it? It's a good question, right? I bet you, I bet you there, I bet you we could put together a pretty good relay team. Huh. We got some fast people. Yeah. I don't know if it would be long distance or, or like a sprint. Definitely not a sprint. But I mean, if you took Kelly O'Hara, Becky, um, Alex Morgan, Crystal Dunn, no Crystal Dunn. What about Allie Krieger? Allie Krieger. She can be pretty explosive, I think. I mean, if you get took our back line, mm-hmm. that would be a pretty good relay team. Hmm. I would pay money to see our back line against like a collegiate back line. Maybe. I mean, uh, a relay team. Mm-hmm. Maybe Becky Sauerbrunn in judo. Because she's pretty cerebral, and I think she'd be good at judo. I have I have no evidence to back that up, other than that she's smart. That's it. I bet you um, a few players would be good at like beach volleyball. Yeah, I think one or two could make a run at tennis. Maybe water See, polo. Water polo. That's just so. That's exhausting. I know. I think some of them could could really kick ass at water polo oh i i don't i don't know if my heart could take it i'd be worried about them drowning i could see heyo or maybe ko at water polo heyo or ko yeah all right next question okay all right ian thyson asks i hope i'm pronouncing that right what teams do you think will medal do you want me to go I first think, yeah go all right i drew out my bracket and oh, the way God. the way i have it is usa germany final and Brazil, Australia playing for the bronze. I could see this ending up USA gold, Germany silver, and then Brazil, Australia might be a toss up because assuming Australia gets their head on right, if if Canada does does better, then it could be USA Canada final actually, which would be amazing. I wouldn't live, but it would be amazing. I don't. I my you you're saying words my brain doesn't comprehend. A USA-Canada Olympic final. Right. That would be amazing. After all the baggage of 2012, we would all die. We would all die. Like, 2012 semi is one of my all-time favorite matches. It's one of the best international soccer games ever played, men or women. Oh, my God. It was was some of the best individual sports and best individual performances in team sports for both teams. Oh, my God. That... You just made my head spin and hurt. I see uh, after today, I can see Germany. I can see France. Just uh, we haven't seen them yet, but like you always have to count on France. Um, And I can see your underpants. Yep. There we go. I I have no fucking clue. Like I want Canada to do it, but I'm really I like I think. If Canada does better, if they come first or second in their group, that sticks them on the other side of the bracket from the United States. Then they go into this kind of like Germany-France area 
where they don't hit the United States until finals. And then the United States has to f- maybe play Brazil in semis. Sure. We'll see. I want Australia to do better. <sighs> Whew. Okay. So I don't know. Rebecca Thomas asks, what player on any team would you like to see as the star of the tournament? I think Sam Kerr has it in her. Oh. She she was hungry today. And I don't think she's a well known enough player to have to be a broken record. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, you look at the German team and most of them have talking points. Yeah. Canada is Canada. If they can do it, like it's a team thing. It's not necessarily like Christine Sinclair has this amazing tournament. USA, we're gonna hype Carly Lloyd until the cows come home. Sam Kerr, it's good it's a pretty good pick. I think that's I think that's who I'm gonna go with. Uh-huh. Sam Kerr. You? I think I wanna say Janine Becky from Canada. She's a young kid. She had the first goal for Canada today, that nineteen second goal. And it's looking like she might be the heir presumptive to Christine Sinclair now. Not yeah. that she's not that she's the next Sinclair. There is no next Sinclair. There's one Christine Sinclair. But it looks like she might be the next in line to help take some of that goal scoring burden. And I kind of want to see her realize that promise instead of fizzling out like so many kids have before now. Yeah. Yeah. They've been searching for a good partner for Sink for like five or six years now. And right? nobody's really stuck in the role except for Melissa Tancredi, who is now not, you know, really on her game anymore. Well, and she was subbed out as soon as we got that red card. <laughs> I was like, wait, why are we getting rid of the old lady? Uh, because you don't want to go down to nine? I know, because she's freaking liability, man. Yeah. Yeah, Janine and Becky. I think Mel Pugh is going to do fine on her own. She doesn't need us to root for her. I'll go with Janine and Becky. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Um, Mary Off Topic asks... Any must-watch group games you want to recommend? You have a better handle of what's going on at the group stages. I mean, I'm looking right at the schedule, so I'm going to say Germany-Australia on Saturday. I think that's yeah. going to be a good one. And I want to say Germany-Canada, depending on if Canada can keep this up or not. I mean, and then obviously USA-France. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe Brazil-Sweden on Saturday as well. I just think Saturday is going to be a haymaker. Oh, yeah. Saturday is Canada-Zimbabwe. Please, everybody, come out of that alive. USA-France, Germany-Australia, South Africa-China, Colombia-New Zealand, Brazil-Sweden. I think all those could be good games. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. Germany-Australia definitely stands out to me. I'm just going to watch all the footy on Saturday. Yeah. So Ted Sarvata asks, any chance of the national team being knocked out early so NWSL can have players back sooner? Ted! Stop it! Ted! Come on! I mean, I get club over country. I get it, but... Don't put that bad juju out there. Yeah. I mean, that's Ted and Jacob. Ted and Jacob. (laughs) Ted and Jacob, both of you. Both Think about what you've done. Think about the positive. We have a break. Let's not break the players. Let's let them get momentum, build momentum, bring that momentum back into the NWSL. Positivity, guys. Positivity. That's what we're going for. Hopefully they will bring it back into the NWSL. Hopefully there will still be 
games for them to play in NWSL that aren't interrupted by friendlies or a victory tour. But anyway, that's for next time. Mm-hmm. Truth-telling goalkeeper Caroline Stanley has asked, "What's your drink of choice for the games?" On Saturday, I'll probably be enjoying Moscow Mules all day long. Hmm. All day. All day being first game kicks off at two, last game ends at eleven. All day. Two to your time is eleven my time. Oh right, right, right. So starting so, at lunch and ending at dinner. Yeah, I have I have my own soccer game on Saturday morning at like nine AM, I think. So I'm gonna go play in that. Hopefully not get hurt and then go to a bar and sit my ass on a bar stool for a few hours and watch soccer. Sounds perfect. It sounds perfect. I know, right? Yeah. My choice of drink um, is probably going to be some kind of Pims and Lemonade combo. I like to keep it cool because it's hot right now. Uh, but I also like a UFO white. You know. Is that a warm drink? No, it's a beer. Well... So both your drinks keep it cool. They're light and crisp, you know? Yeah. Crisp. Um, she also asked, dare you drink every time they say Rio? But I nope. also... I already told her both of us want to live. So we won't be what, doing that. What is it with the negativity? We got people who want teams eliminated because they want their NWSL teams back. We got people who want us to die of alcohol poisoning. I think we might be putting the vibes out there. Yeah, that should be the, like, my headline, NWSL goalkeeper wants independent podcasters to suffer. Independent podcasters. That's what we are. I like it. I'm oh. putting that on my business card. Yeah. Independent in, podcaster? In, independent podcasters since 2014. All right. Well, that was our last question, and it was a good place to end. We always like to end talking about booze and death, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Just like life. Do you want to maybe close with one hope you have for Saturday or the tournament in general? Um, I would love uh, Becky Sarbrin goal at some point Ooh. in this tournament. Ooh. Yeah, I want one against France. I would love a wild attacking defender goal. That's good. Damn, that's so good it should have been mine. <sighs> you let me go first. I want a usa canada final because i love death and dying and i you know i love stress you love stress you love stress yeah usa canada final jesus fuck christ i already have heartburn oh, all right well let's both go drink water yeah i gotta go to the gym i gotta go to the gym stop being so responsible 